Welcome to Season 2 of the Awareness Podcast. There will be a new episode every Friday from one of our four resident hosts and their guests. Tune in for Conversations in Truth with Bill Free, Living and Not Knowing with Jenny Beale, Tools for Awakening with Cindy Krupp, and Living an Awakened Life with me, Susan Telford. Hey everyone. Man, hi Rana. Hi Cindy. We are on Tools of Awakening, episode 11. Can you believe that there are 11 of these already that have been recorded? I can't believe it. I And I just got chills, so I'm going to take a breath. Thank you for being here. For anyone that has listened to all of the episodes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we would love to know how these pointings are affecting your life experience. So let us know. And uh, today's topic is open-mindedness, which if you open up the Course in Miracles, you will see is the last of the characteristics of a teacher of God in the in the manual at the end of the book. I'm going to hand this over to you, Rana, for whatever brilliance is going to flow through you. But I'd like everyone here to um, just sit in for this whole experience. It's just this understanding that open-mindedness is an effect. It's not a cause, right? Open-minded or an empty mind is simply what we discover <laughs> as we say yes to the more active characteristics or tools that we've been discussing all year. What a great pointing, Cindy. I'd so love to share a little bit about what I found um, in the manual for teachers. It was, it was pretty inspiring for me. And I love the pointing to remember that this is an effect. This is a result of doing some of the practices that we've been talking about in the previous episodes. So in the manual for teachers, open-mindedness points us to all things being welcomed exactly the way they are, with no judgment, and allowing God's vision to come in, you know, and that's what we've been doing with all of these tools. You know, instead of seeing guilt, we see ourselves as innocent. We see ourselves as the oneness, which is the truth. We let go of all these things that are preventing this truth and this honesty this alignment with the truth of what we are. We let go of the judgment and the grievances, the guilt and any expectations. That's how a open-mindedness is described. And we see with this new vision, you know, above all else, I want to see differently. We see with this new vision and inviting this in. Because there is no threat, right? There's no cause for fear. There's no defense. There's no attack. If there is, that means I'm back in that story again. And I'm believing there's a me and a you and a story and a world. And that is not the truth. 
the manual for teachers also pointed me to lesson 29. God is every, in everything I see. Everywhere I look today is God's creation. You know, an open-mindedness reminds me of this truth. I can see a purpose in everything. With this tool for open-mindedness, I can know that everything is happening as it's supposed to. I don't need to assign any meaning to it. I will be led if there is something meaningful for me. God will show me that. And we're learning how to look on all things now with love and appreciation and this beautiful effect of open-mindedness. And it just allows me to be in the world, but not of it today. What do you think? Oh, haven't you heard? I don't think anymore. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Awakening joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I feel a very open heart. And that was gorgeous. Rana, thank you. Um, I took some notes um, when I was sitting in preparation for this podcast. I don't know why I'm starting to cry. <laughs> um, Open-mindedness, and every time I say that word, what I hear is an empty mind. Um, is, like I said before, it's an effect. It's not a cause. I can't wake up and notice that this mind is spinning with judgment and stories and things I have to fix so that I could be okay and just go like that. Say, nope, I'm going to be open-minded today. This isn't allowed. That's not the way it works. What I could do, though, is give my willingness to not believe anything that's spinning in a mind that is full. I can set my intention um, for truth realization, which is quiet. I've learned and fully recognized that true thought is wordless. It doesn't affect or create ripples, really, in the mind. The mind stays open when truth is flowing through it. So give my willingness for truth. I set my intention for truth. I trust all of these teachings, trust the teachings more than I trust the thoughts in the mind. Those are my job. That's my job, right? To sit there no matter what the body and the mind is doing. So trust, we talked about trust. The next step, if we're ready for this empty, open mind, is to be willing to see and have all judgment, defense, and attack healed in us, right? So as we see the judgments come up, as we see the defense and the attack come up, um, from that place in the body often feels like it believes all of this, um, the, the sometimes very courageous act of 
not responding to those thoughts in the mind and instead slowing things down and giving our willingness for truth to correct them weakens the stories and eventually empties the mind. And then the other thing that I have here, which is so, um, and I'll tell a story. Rana, do you want to hear a story? Yeah. I always want to hear your stories. <laughs> um, it's just the way I wrote in my notes. Um, staying in my own lane, not giving anyone or anything outside of me responsibility for my well-being. Right. Um, I, I'm sure we've mentioned it mul multiple times, but all suffering comes from believing the thoughts in our mind. And um, you, you may justify, no, 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 the suffering's coming because, you know, my spouse is ill or because I couldn't walk a mile yesterday because no one will ever love me because, because I don't have money in the, but no, the suffering actually comes because we're believing that those thoughts define who we are and they define our, our worth and our value and our acceptance. It's our believing those thoughts. Often, and for those who um, either have uh, parents they're taking care of or adult children or uh, children heading towards adulthood or um, spouses or communities or whatever, right? Um, what I've learned and what I'm learning, even though the body-mind personality still acts as if, that the thoughts, the stories, the wanting to help another because of how fearful we are about the choices they're making or what's going on in their world, you know what? Number one, it doesn't provide us peace. <laughs> and number two, it doesn't actually help them. Over the last couple of days, uh, one of my children has been going through life changes, you know, um, problems at work, looking for a new job. Her, um, her experience of the world is going up and down and in and out. And, and she was sharing some of it with me. And the, the thing that I noticed is when I knew, when I was talking to her and I knew what was going on, even if she was communicating intense sensation, if there was an internal feeling like I was part of the story, right? And I could be of assistance. There was a calmness in my space, right? There's action. There's something for me to do. But these last couple of days, especially, I haven't spoken to her. So um, I have no idea what's going on in her world. But the thinking mind, the busy mind, attempted over and over and over again to create scenarios. Um, uh, She's not doing well, or I hope she's sleeping, or I hope she's eating, or I wonder how things are going at work, or hopefully her friend. Like, literally, um, I was out of my lane. And, and with this work, with all these tools, number one, I noticed that the faster I caught the mind creating these stories, the easier it was to slow down, step back 
look at the stories and essentially in some way go, you're not useful. And I will for this to be corrected in me. And there's no part of this, what's going on in my mind that's serving her or myself or the world. And the faster I caught it, the faster it died down, the faster it stopped creating physical sensations. And the other part of it really was that was so useful in noticing it is A, how much time I used to spend in those types of thoughts. Now, until I turned around and actually looked, there was just a general belief that that was the loving thing to do. It was the most useful thing to do. Wouldn't a mother worry about her children, per se? And I really, really noticed that um, it isn't it isn't useful to her or to any, if the world outside of me was real and I have no direct evidence that anything outside of my direct experience even exists except as a thought in my mind. I didn't chew on that bone for a while, right? Um, my worrying or attempting to problem solve a problem that isn't even in my direct experience Create something other than happiness, joy, peace in me. It extends fear, worry, um, judgment, problem-solving energy out into the collective and does not improve anybody's world. And so literally uh, accessing all of these tools in a very kind of flowy, just aware kind of space over these last couple of days um, is all that was really required to start quieting the mind. I didn't lose sleep, right? And and I would wake up and thoughts of this story would pop into the mind and I still, doesn't really matter what the mechanism is, Right. But as soon as I saw them, I started laughing. I'm going, no, no, we're not going to create that scenario again. Step back and trust. Allow the thoughts to arise and ask for them to be healed. And then that result was um, when she sent a text early this morning, I momentarily forgot why which was extraordinary, yeah? And indicative of this beautiful, empty mind. That's the story. That pointing, that's beautiful. I have a similar story that I would actually like to share um, that was just in my world in this 24 hours. Um, You know, I take care of my, my adult child daughter. She's disabled. And I have a, uh, a good friend, caregiver, and her therapist that's been in her life for 20 years. So we've been doing this as a village together with her family and my family. And she, Kylie spent the weekend there. And when she came home this morning, uh, my friend who takes care of her said, I really think we need to make a medication change. And this is why. 
And I won't bore you with the details of that because the details really don't matter. What matters is why I wanted to share what happened inside of me when this was recommended. So first there was panic. <laughs> oh no, something needs to be fixed, changed, or altered. I, I need to call the doctor. I need to blah, 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 blah. Immediately now that feeling tells me that I am not in the truth. I, I spotted it right away. So I immediately, I listened to what she had to say and I removed myself physically from the room <laughs> and I paused for a moment because I could feel that energy, that nervous, panicky energy. And so I paused and I trusted in that moment. And what really came to me was nothing needs to be done right now. And the, the energy came to, you know, it, it paused. Uh, there was a lot of judgment in there. Oh, here she goes again, telling us what to do. You know, oh, she always comes up with these cockamamie ideas. Oh, no, now I have more to do. No. No. Detach from that. Ask. Be willing to have that judgment of this situation removed. Be willing to remember the truth that this is just happening. And I was able to get into a moment of peace with that. And then there, of course, the gentleness there, right? Where I soften. And I remember that in the story, this woman loves my daughter as much as I do. This is all about for Kylie in the seeming world story. And we all love her. And we want her to be as comfortable and happy as that girl can be continue to soften. It occurred to me that there may be something that I could do today. And then it occurred to me, you might want to run that by her dad when he gets home from work. And so now in this moment, I am relieved of any worry, any fear, any judgment, even experiencing a little joy in the idea that I've allowed this to be what it is, and not touch it for the rest of the day. <sighs> wow. You know, and the gratitude that I have for these practices and the love that I can bring to this situation like we're talking about today, right? Now that the resistance has been removed and the flow is happening and the gentleness and the peace has come in again, I absolutely trust that all is well right now. And I don't need to do anything right now. If I do, I will be guided. When my mind gets empty, like Cindy's been talking about today, that makes room for those thoughts from God about anything that needs to be done in service and in love. So... That's my story today. I'm feeling so much better than I did at 8.30 this morning. And I just wanted to share that this really does work. You know, my attitude about the whole circumstances changed. And before I found these teachings that would have ruined my entire day between my two years because of my thinking about it, trying to fix it, 
trying to justify and judge. And I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, so I'm, I'm watching the chills run up and down my body. And um, thank you. What I am inspired to add, not that it's much of an add, it's just to remind everybody that the speed of our awakening, of our rising in consciousness, is outside of the control of that part of you that thinks that there needs to be something changed. The part of you that believes itself to be separate from these teachings is not controlling um, the speed of the process. Um, what you can do is choose your focus and your intention and give your willingness to practice. When you uh, say yes to these teachings, you trust the process. You show up every day and give your willingness and your intention, and you practice as you remember the mind without, you can't force this. <laughs> this is what I, the mind naturally begins to empty and open. And there becomes more space for uh, miracles, which are just a change in perception. There's more space to touch into and rest in the peace and the love and the joy and the beauty that you are by design. We are an extension of that which created us. We never left our source. Um, when you sit with just that and you recognize how when you're lost in story, when you're lost in thought, when you're lost in believing that you can't get this, that you're too broken or that your life is too broken or too isolated, just come back and just that one idea that you can't, you know, without connection flow from the source, you can't be, right? Life force energy is what flows through you. It's what allows the speaking to happen and the body to breathe. Without it, you ain't. So from that perspective, choosing to trust the beneficence, the joy of that which created us and giving your willingness to this practice, open-mindedness, is what you will discover within yourself more and more all the time. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. And when we were uh, prepping for this, you, you made a statement that I want to share with everybody because it really hit home for me, Cindy. You said, bring it to awareness. Ask the truth to heal it. So again, I'm not doing it. I'm just setting the intention, being willing to pause and bring it to awareness. That about covers it, Rana. Is there anything more you'd like to share? 
there isn't today. I'm just so extremely grateful to be here with you, Cindy, and with all our uh, watchers or listeners. And and thank you for comments that you've given on our previous podcast. I I really appreciate it and um, looking forward to any new ones this month. Thank you so much. Next month, we're literally going to just take these last 11 episodes and bring them all together. The intention through this whole year hasn't been to give you new concepts to chew on and to discuss and to talk about, but really the intention has been to give you pointings that you can then choose to bring into your day-to-day life circumstances, sort of like what Ron and I just shared. Test them out. Do not decide that we're right or that we're something that you're not. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, no. Um, Practice them all. Test them out. Take them for a test drive. See what happens. So until next time, we love you. We love you till next time. Thanks for joining (laughs) us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Awareness Podcast. Please remember to subscribe so that you receive a notification each time a new episode is released. Be sure to tune in next Friday for Living an Awakened Life, where I will be taking the guest seat as I am interviewed by Rona Marin in an episode entitled Enter the Stillness, Live from the Silent Heart. Would you like to attend live sessions with Cindy and Rona every week and explore spiritual awakening in the company of like-minded men and women? Then I invite you to check out what is on offer in our online spiritual community, Evolve. Click the link in the show notes for this podcast for more information and to join us. The Awareness Podcast is brought to you by Centre for Awakening in association with Pure Presence Conferences.